much. Tell me about your first time. My first time. <laughs> That's so not happening, bro. I'm not telling anyone about my first time. The only person who's ever going to know by my first time besides myself is the person I was with, honestly. It was um, embarrassing, to say the least. Um, deeply humiliating, personally, uh, to be a bit more specific. It was great, but it was great. I mean, I loved her. Uh, so I got, I got to do it a, a second time, which was... <laughs> interesting and went a bit better um a bit i'm not gonna say much better it was still my first time really um but it was great until i mean she broke up with me a month later it didn't mean i mean the thing was just actually it wasn't it wasn't a month it was more like two uh but like by christmas which christmas is coming up actually this should be dropping on christmas christmas day, christmas day. give him the announcement my guy guys you're getting all five episodes on Christmas Day because new tits on wives. New titties <laughs> for the mistress. Fucking new titties for everybody is Christmas. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Spotify's fault. I'm not allowed to upload anything unless I have five episodes. So you're getting episode one through five today. So enjoy. Damn. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, but today uh, might be a great Christmas, but I'm telling you, 20, what was it, 2015? What was what was our senior year? 2015? 2015. 24th of December 2015. I got broken up with for the first time. And um it sucked. It sucked. It didn't hit me right the at first cuz like she was in the desert and she didn't really have reception, but she just texted me, oh, "We're kind of done, man." And I was like, "Hi, right, bro. That's that, I guess." Um yeah, sure, close the door, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Kill the kill the lights, bro. Kill the Kill the lights. What is that? Have you ever watched American Idol? Nah, bro. I ain't watching this shit. Um, the, I, I don't know. You were, you, I told you to kill the lights. And in American Idol, Ryan Seacrest does the whole, like, dim the lights, here we go thing. And the whole mic just kind of gave me that vibe. And I never thought about competing on, like, some talent show. But, like, this kind of feeling like it and the pressure's on. Um, but I do want to talk about this setup. Because this does feel like stand-up 101. Which none of us have ever tried. Um, but I mean, this does feel like a step up for your podcast. And I mean, maybe, maybe we should start with that. Get, get your introductions and let's get into it. Hi guys. Welcome to episode two of From A to Z. Uh, that was a long ass introduction, but, uh, the guy talking is, uh, my other best friend, Yusuf Khattab. Um, we, we actually, have to introduce him, funny, funny story. We actually, um, so I ran a trial podcast uh, earlier on, maybe two months ago, just to see, you know, if uh, this thing could work, didn't advertise it or anything. And I asked Yusuf to be my first guest. <laughs> so we go to his house, you know, we, uh, we set up the entire thing and dude just freezes. <laughs> Never seen a guy choke this bad before in his life. And, uh, but now, but now he's finally here. He's finally on, and hopefully he won't be as stiff as he was last time. Yusuf, how are you doing? I'm doing my best, man. I'm doing my best. Um, but I'm doing great. Um, but that first try, I do want to say, was absolutely horrible. Uh, for French speakers out there, first trial, it was horrible. But right now, we're kind of feeling it. Started with that breakup story. I feel like that's a good enough introduction to who I am. Um, what do you want to tell, tell us more about the breakup tell us more I really want to know come on talk, talk about the breakup talk, how did you feel after she dubbed you okay 
man. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll get back to the breakup. Um, I didn't feel great. Um, and so we were talking about what kind of stuff we were watching after our first breakups. And I started with this. I was talking about what kind of YouTube stuff I was watching and I was really down. Right. Um, and I didn't know what I needed, what kind of content I needed to pick me back up. Um, so I was watching all kinds of like fake deep, um, shots of awe dictionary of obscure sorrows uh type stuff and you'd watch all this stuff and you're like dude these are such great concepts and feelings and stuff i wish i had someone to fucking share them with but nah i got dumped so my ass is feeling all kinds of lonely over new year's and it's it sucks but you watch all this corny shit and it brings us to i don't know if you already talked about this on the podcast actually uh the formula no, no, You've no, never no, talked no, about the formula? No, no, no. Okay, okay, fine. This this is a decent enough introduction to the formula. Get, get, get. get. Okay, I have to set it up. So, so, um, what is the formula? I'm not exact. I'm not going to, I'm going to explain it later. In a bit, I'll explain what the formula is about. But at its core, the idea is that all dudes are the same. We all have the same flirting method. Because toxic, toxicity 101. You have only two ways to bag a girl who's a nine you gotta be a 10 or you gotta make her feel like she's a five <laughs> and so you have to or like you have to basically lie about the fact that you're better than what you actually are so you have to set up some sort of personality that always works and that's the formula i set it up as one third funny plus one third caring plus one third sensitive equals one lying piece of shit but um how about how about you explain <laughs> what those three things entail, man? Um, one line piece of shit. That's pretty much it. The whole formula is about making someone believe that you're someone you really, really aren't. Like you really aren't. You're gonna show an entire. You you basically fabricate an entire personality to f to flirt with someone to get in, right? And basically, the funny. You have the to, funny. You have to do the. Funny. You have to gauge the funny. All right. By that, I mean, you kind of test the waters a little bit. You figure out what kind of humor she's into, and then you milk the hell out of that. All right? You got to be the funny guy. Okay? Now, some people, I'm not going to name, but I fucking hate this trick they pull. Their way of being funny is if he and the girl are somewhere and one of his friends is there, they'll just clown them. Yeah, look at this dude. He's such a dumbass. He's such an idiot. Haha. -ha, yeah, I'm not like him. Whatever. Yeah, but that's 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 what some of them would define as funny. But you have to be funny. You have to kind of, like I said, test the waters, figure out, you know, what kind of thing she's into, and just make her laugh nonstop. That's the first part. <laughs> Caring and sensitive. That's two and three. I don't know. The 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 caring is the caring is actually the third one. So you you go okay so you have to be funny that's your entry strategy that's what gets you at the door that's what gets you at yeah then you have to be sensitive right what do i mean by sensitive you have to open up to something about you that makes you mysterious i guess that you you, you got to hit the mystery angle like you tell her about an insecurity you have and it generally goes this way like hey can i talk to you yeah, yeah, sure. What's up? It's like, uh, I don't know. Um, this is something like I've never talked to about with anyone. I'm, I'm going to act this up. I'm going to act this up. I'm, 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 
<laughs> I'm in my fuckboy toolbox right now. <laughs> you play the girl, I play the dude. <laughs> yeah, this is an insecurity I uh, I never really opened up about with anyone. Like, um, I, I love my friends, of course, of course. Uh, it's just that I feel this is something that I just prefer to keep to myself. But somehow, I feel like I can trust you with it. Because, <laughs> um, I don't know, you're just different. You're not like other girls. Such a fuckboy. Such a fuckboy. Like, I saw, um, what was this? Th oh, fuck, what was it? I'm forgetting. Um, the, the meme with you're different, how so? Maybe. Was it a, was a, it was a fuckboy meme. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the what it was. The whole you're different. The whole you're different, yeah, that's pretty much how? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big fuckboy energy right now. And it's such an easy sell. And you're so predictable by playing it. But somehow, it always works, right? There's something about just playing that. Opening up, you just kind of show them it's not all jokes, right? Yeah. Like, like I can be like, funny. But, like, sometimes, you know, I'm also, like, I, like, I can be a bro, but I can also be a man sometimes. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just funny and joking around. Like, you know, like, when... Like when the light when the lights shine bright, I'm real funny, real corny. But like in the darkness, like I have another half. I can be real. Like I can be real, right? I can take like, the mask off. Take the take mask, the mask off. off. Take, take COVID. Um, I'm not. I'm not. So not gonna segue into like a vaccine talk. This is such a more. Uh, that would be such a more interesting conversation. What the fuck are we talking about right now, man? Um, what were we saying? We're saying the. You're like I. I can be sent, like I can be funny, but also I don't. Sometimes I'm not funny, and you're about to find out why. Right, 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 right. So you want to be, you can be real, right? A like sigma. A, a big sigma energy. We'll it, we'll talk about what sigma energy is in a minute. Um, but I mean this this will clue you in well enough. Um, you want to show her how like sensitive you are and how you kind of have something deeper going on. You might have some issues or something some kind of insecurity you can sell whatever kind of insecurity i always sell but this is an actual uh thing <laughs> my you said opening up <laughs> i'm not opening i this is the thing i like say to people because if you've ever like been to the club with me um <laughs> been to the club with me i don't vibe like that anyway um but like i if I've, you've ever been to the club with me you would kind of notice i don't really like the dance because i don't like the dance in front of people it's one of my worst things and i swear i've i've said that to like people i've dated like i'm sorry but like i can't i don't want to dance it's a thing about me super beta it, it's super beta it, but it's like i don't i don't fucking i don't fucking want to dance right yeah, okay Sassy, you sell like one of those insecurities, right? It can be whatever the fuck you like. Um, it's it's got to be something that is really mediocre. Yeah. It's it's got to be like, it for example, in his case, no, yeah, it can't be like my dad left me when yeah, I was twelve, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, you, you like you're supposed to sell insecurity, not baggage. Okay, there's a clear difference. So, <laughs> but you make it seem like it's baggage, though. Like you have to tell, like you, this is really something you're opening up yeah, about. Like this is this is this requires effort, like, you know. It's dumb, but like this is also like very real. Like this is this is me, you know. Like I'm opening up. All right. But anyway, so you you play that card. You're sensitive, and now you have to go to third caring. Now, what I mean, if you open up to her. This is this is so manipulative, but if you open up to someone, some way, somehow, they'll feel like they ought to open up to you, right? 
and they'll come talk to you about you know oh, something. This is your play. I don't like that. I like okay. I've I'm gonna put you on blast real quick, right? Um, I've called you manipulative, <laughs> and you've been called manipulative, um, by some individuals over the years. I believe you're not gonna name them. <laughs> not gonna name them. <laughs> but I am one of them. I've definitely called you manipulative. I've seen you in different situations, not necessarily like relationship stuff, but even like normal interactions, right? Like when you hit a barista with a take care at the end of your interaction, like why are you, why are you giving her this, this sense of like, damn, this dude don't give a fuck, bro. What kind of fuckboy energy are you portraying generally? Um, <laughs> what are you? I swear to God, guys, I swear to God, whoever is listening, I'm not like that. No, I'm a, I'm a really, I'm a very chill dude. Like I'm, I'm playing, I'm fucked. Like, I'm fuckboy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But which is, by the way, by the way, it's pretty ironic. I mean, fuckboy. I if you saw the actual statistics, <laughs> I'm so far away from being a fuckboy as possible. Jesus Christ! Like I'm Mary the Virgin. Okay, so here's the thing. What it is manipulative, and I, I will agree. But but what I'm trying to say is that this is not um, a description of what I do. This is an observation on most dudes. So. What I'm trying to say is the people listening to this will probably be of the age where they're old enough to want to be in an actual relationship. And so something, you know, with substance, but young enough to be dumb to fall for those tricks. So to all you 17 to 22 year olds, this is I'm just telling you the truth. All right. This is just what's going on. This, this ain't me. This ain't, some way, somehow, there's probably a guy who's using the same tricks on you right now and dump his ass you have to find that trick early on the third caring i was that 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 part i was trying to uh explain is so they will open up to you because you know you opened up to them and uh when they do that you have to be on your a game like in terms of like you have to drop some bars bars (laughs) and you compliment her in like the most nonchalant way ever like she it's a fact it's like i don't know she's insecure about i don't know maybe her looks or whatever and you're like i mean you shouldn't like you're all blah blah and like and obviously you're like one of the prettiest girls i've seen you know it's like you drop it like that and it's like oh is that like a fact for him is he like that comfortable with you know what he thinks about me like you hype her up basically you're caring and that's it. You were funny at first, sensitive then, caring last. Next time, next thing you know, the next time you're going to be funny, she's going to be like, oh my God, stop. Or like, you're literally the worst. That's when you know you got the bag. That's when you won. See, see you're in the game. I'm going to call it the game, right? The game. Which is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to call it, you've been in the game and, and you've been playing around for a bit now. You've, you've dabbled in Tinder and and hitting up whoever and dming people and stuff i've i've i don't do that so i really haven't been in the game for a while um but your lines every time like you say them and you talk about these interactions i'm like oh my like i've seen so many like instagram memes that are just these interactions what's that twitter page you showed me today that's dudes down bad bad. it's just dudes that like dm these chicks and like try and get like bag a chick like bag whoever bag whoever you like um <laughs> big big woke vibes 2020 um, <laughs> in 2020 some overlap is nice we're trying to be a bit woke here like all right we're funny but like we're also sensitive all right okay <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> no no but what i'm saying is 
Alright, yeah. 2020, this is a woke podcast. It is a woke podcast. Okay? This is a woke household, and this is a woke podcast. And we do not tolerate any cisgender white male in this no, house. We are cisgender white males. Uh, f- speak for yourself. Are we cisgender white males? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what is... Bro, I'm, I mean, I'm Arab, so I, I'm not, I'm not white. Oh, damn. You're Arab. But I mean, we've talked about the whole whitewash to, like... Ooh, no, ooh, this is, this is a topic for later. This okay, is a topic sure, for sure, later. Sure. But anyway, continue your what bit about um, about how you haven't been on Tinder for a while. Oh, right. So I hear these lines, um, and and I'm, I just think this is ridiculous. Like, how is this working? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say not working, but, like, in progress, right? Like, they, they, it does work. They do, you do drop, it like, does sometimes. You do drop, like, bars. But, okay, now that's another thing. That's, you can, the, the other, the the other part, two ways to get to get the girl, right? So you have to do the whole formula shit. And then the other thing is you have to grab her attention with one of those corny pickup lines. And there's this... I have, I have great pickup lines, man. The problem is they never landed anything for me. But that's not, the, that's not the here nor there. All right? Like, we are, we're not all 6'1", <laughs> tall, abs, okay, no, no, green I, eyes. I think we can talk about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just basically describing. I'm, I was describing Yusuf. Okay. That, uh, thanks. I don't have. Did you say abs? I don't have abs. Um, I wish I did though. Uh, I haven't hit the gym in a while. Which. But you had abs at some point. I did have abs when I was like twelve, I guess, like kid abs. I never had like proper abs, but like, I I could always play it off like I did, you know. <laughs> you can, if you work, you always give off the impression. Yeah, if I work on my midriffs for like couple of weeks I'll, I'll have a four pack that's chill that's that's the illusion that's the illusion i i get i get that that's what it is but i would never hit the gym uh i don't know it's just some it's not in me uh i think i need to switch my energy and like get on like the whole gym thing because like the whole fitness vibe has been going on for a while and my brother has like a, a, a nutribullet and he's making like smoothies with like protein in them and hitting the gym and stuff. And wait, I do want to like big up my brother because he did uh, introduce us to the formula, <laughs> the concept of the formula. He gave it to me like a year ago. He mentioned it. And I was like, dude, that's so true. I'd never thought of it like as a formula, but that is, you absolutely have like a playbook. You go through like steps and you're like, OK, by like step 12, I've done all of that. And now let's see if I like bag this person, you know? Um, so big up my brother city might be on this like, um, later, later maybe, later. you know, um, might call him, might, call him. <laughs> might get a, get another guest in here. Um, but yeah, no big up, big up my brother. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that, but yeah. No, wait, um, where the fuck you were going with that? Wait, <laughs> let me, no, 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 before, no, no, no we said the former, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, now I remember. Here's the thing. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't by, st- like he said, by step 12, you know, you you kind of <laughs> by a certain step, you you kind of know if this is gonna work or not because yeah, like that's is, that. Like, like yes or no. And it. I okay. Here's the thing: in a world of like multilateralism, hello and welcome back. This is a message from the post production team. As you can see, I have been cutting and editing my stuff, and this is a comment I decide to let, you know, just let it slide. Um, I tried to play the smart card here, and I said multilateralism. That's absolutely not what I meant. I wanted to say uh, multifaceted, but that's what you get for trying to be smart on a podcast. So just thought I'd slide it in here, you know, 
showcase that I am capable of realizing my mistakes. And uh, yeah, all right. Back to the regular ass podcast. We forget how one dimensional every single one of us is. This is fact. We saying. all like. I just had I just had to show that I'm fucking smart. All right. I ain't paying that much money for a degree just to not use one of those words. What do you think this is? Yeah, thesaurus AF. But what I was trying to say is like, we're all so one dimensional. A dude can only have a couple of tricks, a couple of moves, a couple of plays. That's it. Like we all have the same because we're all that dumb. We don't have like we're not. Man, I swear to God, here's the thing. I'm 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 gonna say something. Dudes are stupid. At our core, we're animals. Honestly, we don't deserve women. <laughs> we don't deserve women. <laughs> no, no. But 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 what I was saying is, we all have the same move because like the same moves because we don't. Men are trash. No, no. Men are trash. Whoa. No, no. Beyond this being a low household, okay? Like dudes can be trash. Like everyone can be a piece of shit. Facts, right? So I mean, the statement "men are trash." is in some way factual factual right but i mean that's not what we're getting on it's not the whole woke thing i did want i did as you were saying that kind of phase out of your whole thing and remember what my whole being out of the game for a while kind of thing was but it does tie back to your thing because um a person can only have so many tricks right i haven't got the chance to like interact with too many people this year because of covid right but I've been in London this whole time, so I get to have like guest appearances in other people's lives, right? Um, so you have to skip the small talk. You can't have like one interaction not be memorable because if it's not memorable, you're not gonna get another like casual chance to see them because you don't like go to the same university or work or normal like places you would see people that you know, right? So I kind of realized that I was dropping the formula on everyone, man. I was doing. I wasn't playing it off as like, I'm trying to fuck you because that's not my intention. But like, you had to get all of that image in me. And so kind of, <laughs> I've kind of realized that people only think I'm that thing now. And it's kind of worrying because people don't realize like, we are one dimensional entirely, right? To these people, I'm just that dude, just that fuck boy, just the formula. And it's kind of great being in that sweet spot, man. I'm not going to lie. You get like little guest appearances and it's fucking fantastic. I'm going to say something that's going to be <laughs> to some people outrageous. <laughs> all right. I think we all agree that the fuckboy tag is a negative one, right? Yes, absolutely. Negative. But. Big but. Like, you have to think about it. If a girl tells you that you give off fuckboy energy, fuck it, I'm going to be honest. It's the best compliment you could ever get because that means in her mind she's like oh yeah this dude fucks yeah. this guy fucks yeah, like, an inherent thing with like saying someone's a fuckboy is kind of just saying they're confident you know like you will put yourself out there in whatever kind of fuckboy way enough to pull. you're handsome enough to pull a lot numbers that's I mean, the, a fuckboy can't be a fuck boy no no but you, you can give off like fuckboy energy without like being the most attractive dude out there you can still be like no no, no not necessarily you, you don't need to be the most handsome dude but you gotta be the like she's she's saying you're clearly attractive that's the thing sure attractive sure. and handsome aren't the same but yeah you okay yeah, yeah yeah i mean yes sure if someone tells you you have fuckboy energy it says you're confident and i mean that's just something nice that's nice to hear and at the same time it's like flirty and like kind of risky and like taking shots and stuff and it's like great it's a great thing to hear it does and you don't 
take in the negative connotations, but you also kind of do. There is a thing to embracing toxicity, and I do want to get on the whole Twitter thing one day, but your Twitter is, like, insanely toxic, and it's a whole character you've built up, uh, and it's great. It's great. Oh, for sure, but here's the thing. I I hope to any to every single person who ever saw my, my Twitter page and actually never seen me in real life, I'm not like that. I swear to God, I'm not like that. My Twitter page is the most toxic thing to appear on Twitter, on social media in a while, actually. Or no, 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 no. I, I can name, I can name, I can name, I can name more. And this is what you're doing. You play the same toxic shit in like private as you do in like your public persona in your Twitter, right? That's just me and my daily interactions. I'm not on Twitter. I don't get to do that. So you're just portraying the fuckboy to everyone else. And that's just all we are. And it's... Honestly, man, it's a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a blessing. Because, listen, at the end of the day, I know for a fact I did not ever fuck over a single girl. I'm pretty sure you never did either. So, so, we're harmless. We'll just keep on portraying the persona. <laughs> but it's harmless. We gotta be honest for like a second. Okay. So not harmless, man. So not harmless. So not harmless. Uh, everyone's done some shit, for sure. Dude, um, I got harmed more than I harmed. That's for sure. I got harmed way more than I harmed. That's kind of beta, but like... Okay, I mean, that is that is true. But you've also, like, done your fair share, like, decently. <laughs> you get the horns! <laughs> okay, okay, nah, nah. okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, we've all done, like, our decent amount of, like, but I, I mean, I hope to anyone who is listening to this, <laughs> right? Um, I hope uh, enough time has passed that you don't think terribly of me. I, I, I'm so not sorry. Apologizing is so bait. I get the fuck out of here, bro. I was so not going to get on that vibe, man. Like, sure, I hope we're all good. But, like, I'm so not apologizing for anything I did. Like, this isn't even me portraying a fuckboy, right? Like, this is just what I'm saying. Like, nah, man. I'm so not going to apologize for the shit I did. Like, enough time has passed that you should be over this. And if you're not, I mean, get back to me and like, I mean, sure, sucks to be you. But like, if you haven't gone past it, you know, like hit me up and like, let's get past it. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. Cause like, what the fuck is the point of holding grudges? Have you, you, I mean, you've always said you're not a grudgeful person, but I feel like you've definitely held some kind of grudge in your life. I I mean, yeah, of course. But that that everybody holds kind of like, I hold a grudge. What's like a really small grudge you held for like some, some irrelevant person in your life? Mm, let me think. Oh, oh. Oh wait. I'm I know I have now nah, these these are kind of mean. Like a grudge I held against someone that was really really dumb. Well, there there was this dude, right? We know who it is, but like there was this guy and I, I love him now. But uh at some point uh he what, what like that's when I got accepted uh Imperial. So I was my it was grade 12, my my senior year in high school. And I just got accepted to that university and we're gaming and he made a comment is like, okay, we get it, Mr. Like I got into a good uni and he was kind of like joking about it. Like he was trying to, you know, make a joke about that. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I took it very, I didn't talk to him for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it personal. I was like Jordan. I took it real personal at that point. And so, yeah, I, that but that was a stupid grudge because I knew the guy didn't actually mean any harm. Sure. Like great friend i love him i love him uh, but i don't know what it is i just it hurt me so and i and i held a grudge but i think that's the only one i i'm i don't think i've done that but i think you you have quite the amount of grudges 
I, I wasn't I was just gonna say okay fine you don't hold grudges and move on why okay okay fine I I've on the same high school wave I'm just gonna talk about one of my grudges I have this one dude who is in my uh scene class in senior year and I kind of the girl I was dating uh, wow what a <laughs> what a coincidence the girl I was dating was in a like different social group than I was usually in and so I got to like interact with a different group of people and kind of like see a behind the scenes look like people I'd known for like five, six years, but never really talked to and stuff. Um, and so we would leave math exams and stuff like that. And I would always hear this guy, <laughs> this one dude uh, flexing about like how easy the exam was and like dissing his friends for like not getting the question right. He's like, dude, how did you not get that answer right? Like that was the easiest question on the exam. Like I, unbelievable. Uh, but this dude would always get the shittiest grades, man. He would always suck. Like this dude would flex so hard on. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. He's flexing for nothing, for jack shit. This yeah, dude, bro. he would have. He, listen, listen, listen. Everyone's all about the hustle. Work hard. Hope you get good grades. But this dude, this, like, I'm not. I'm not wishing bad grades on anyone, and I'm not. You know, laughing at his misery. I don't think that's the no, thing. No, I don't think that's it at all. No, no. I don't think that's it. It's just the fact that, bro, you got clowned big time, man. You're flexing nonstop, and you got wrecked by the teacher every single time. It's like, I mean, you kind of think of flexing as like a social status thing, right? Like you want to flex on people to show like how much better than them you are. Um, and it was just weird because, I mean, they were a different social group and not that they were like a lesser social group, but like, no, no, no. <laughs> Why did you? I was about to like segue in like a non-cancel vibe and your reaction kind of just put me, put me in the, put me in the box. No, no, <laughs> this is such a woke podcast. But I mean, in the sense that like you think your group is cool. And so the other group isn't cool. Right. Because they're just the other group. And so like a lesser cool group that's it that's all i meant by a lesser group damn man don't cancel me yet it's my first appearance on this shit man um first of many let's hope um let's hope, let's on, hope god. on god um but like if it's a social status thing he was flexing on like people that i didn't see as cool and so it was the lamest shit i would ever see and he would still get the shittiest grades right but in that same year uh our spanish teacher would always confuse me for him and uh, he would call me by his name, um, and I hated it. And I hated my Spanish teacher for it, and I held an even uh, deeper grudge for this dude because of it. And so, I mean, fuck this dude. I mean, I don't wish him any kind of harm. I This dude is so irrelevant in the, the, the scale of my life, and I'm so relevant to his. Um, and so, like, my guy, I wish you the best, but fuck you, dude. <laughs> why the fuck you at the end man you had, had to have it man you had to hear it yeah yeah well this is like high school this is some some real this some real grudgy shit yeah yeah this is like if you know like there's this thing they say if like you you kind of look at it as a yes no answer uh, it's a it's a yes no question so it's like you look at someone and you think if i will never have an, another interaction in my life with this person is that a problem? Yeah. And it's like, yes or no. And that kind of tells you how close you are to someone. Because like past high school, I don't think you can get over like five or six friends that you actually talk to consistently. So, and you make new friends, you go to another country. So I feel like 
those high school people, there are a lot of people that you can qualify under that yes category. Like, I, 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 no, I the no, sorry. I mean, like, I don't have a problem not talking to them. This dude is the definition of the biggest, that ain't no problem. Facts. <laughs> he kind of, you know, but anyway. But no, no, he's, I'm, I wish him well. I wish him well. I don't know what he's doing in life right now, but I'll, I'm, yeah, he's never, he's never, he's never going to hear about this. I'm never going to hear about him. And yeah, but I wish him luck. Anyway, I think we need to, I need, I think we need to drop the toxic part. So, um, I, I can, I can wrap up your toxic thing. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, no, I wasn't going to wrap up. I was like, let's, uh, switch to, I don't know. Let's do our, uh, daily news show. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, so, um, this podcast. So, obviously, if you guys listen to this, the earliest date by which you will listen to this will be November 20, uh, December 24th, 25th. Yeah, 25th. I'm releasing on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll be on Christmas, but we're shooting this podcast a couple of weeks before. So, on the daily news, we got uh, the Jamila Hill. (laughs) No, sorry, Jamil Hill. Um, so. If uh, you guys follow anything about sports, you know, there was a boxing match that was kind of big this week. I mean, the week where we're shooting. So a couple of weeks by the time you listen to this. Anyway, uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson, right? And so Nate Robinson, former NBA player, former basketball player, and uh, Jake Paul, YouTuber, uh, white boy from Ohio. That's how he calls himself. I'm a high white boy. He's, he's a boxer slash rapper, I think. Yeah, uh, but he's, or, he's, 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 a, he's an OG Viner YouTuber. I think most people who listen to this know who Jake Paul is. But yes, yes, the yes. point is, he's not a boxer. He's not a professional athlete. He's just a big-ass white boy. But he, he is. I mean, I, I'm just, I've been, <laughs> I've been listening to Impulsive recently. Um, and I've seen Jake Paul in like one or two episodes. And so I kind of like give him the respect I think he may deserve. Um so like I mean he did, he knocked out Nate Robinson right like that's rapper slash boxer slash YouTuber slash whatever knocked out Nate but Robinson. He bodied him. That's yeah, the, yeah, like, he bodied his ass. Like the punch that knocked him out sent Nate Robinson twenty years into the past. Like that was one hell of a hit. It was vicious. But that's not actually the main thing. So to explain, Nate Robinson's black and uh, Log- uh, Jake Paul is white. So. So they, so they, he does this interview with ESPN, and Jamil Hill is a super known journalist for ESPN. She's kind of, she's the one who that started woke journalism. Really, like her career has been all about I'm woke, right? Like she calls out athletes for tweets that they found in 2005, and it's like, oh wow, Twitter in 2005, what a dumbass. Like tweets from 2010, they pull them out. Like she's definitely like, when it comes to the people that pounced on Kevin Hart when. Uh, when that thing broke out a while ago, um, what was it for the Oscars? Right, he was supposed to host the Oscars, and they found some tweets. Yeah, I have no idea if he did a documentary, but that—that's what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is like when the the kind of people that pounced on um, on Kevin Hart, Jamil Hill would be like number one on him. Like she she would go so fa- that's basically her calling card. But she's a great 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 journalist. I've read her articles and everything. She's amazing. She kind of got into a bit of a bit of trouble a while ago because I think she compared. Um, she did the Megan Fox. She com- she did the oh, Megan no. Fox. She compared some ath- some athlete to like Hitler to Hitler, oh, no, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So she got yeah she got. But but 
the whole point is I'm trying to set up what Jamil Hill's personality is. She's wo- she's the woke she's the woke master. But yeah, but she's also a very well educated, super super successful, super talented girl, right? Like amazing. I I love I I love her actual work. But here's the thing. So she's setting up this inter- interview with uh, some other journalist, Carrie Champ, uh, who's also black. So it's a black panel on Jake Paul, who's white. And they open up, and they're clearly being sarcastic about it. And they say, yeah, with uh, all the social, with the social climate that we're in, do you think that what you did to Nate Robinson was racist? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it's, it's, and, but, okay. But it's, okay. But it's, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it, the whole thing is like in a different tone. It's sarcastic, right? So, okay, like, yeah, obviously, it's sar- it's sarcastic. obviously it's sarcastic as she says it. Um, I don't, I don't. Re- I, actually, wait, no. Tell the rest of it because okay. I, it turns out Jake Paul. So basically, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul answers like, "Nah, stop playing with me." Whatever. Like he was trying to be funny, yeah. but it was, it was, it was fine. That like nobody, like it was clearly a joke. But here's the thing: the internet cut halfway through his answer. So they they thought he lost the connection, so he didn't hear them the first time, or they didn't get the answer correctly. So Carrie Champ was like, well, as soon as like Jake Paul goes back online, he, Carrie starts off was like, so Jake, uh, about what we said, um, do you honestly do, do you think that it was racist what you to, to knock out Nate Robinson? She repeats it, but she's clearly very sarcastic, like super like you know deadpan delivery and everything. And Jake Paul was like, nah, man, don't give me this bullshit. This is a shit question, blah, blah, blah. And the internet obviously cut that bit, the second part, and they posted it, and everyone decided to shit on Jamil. And um, this kind of like, I feel for her, but also this is literally the definition of someone who built their entire persona on social justice. So the minute you make one slip up, everyone's out here to kill you, you know? Like... Basically, I, I don't know. Um, I'll give off another example of someone who would go through the same situation. Like, who do... Oh, for example, our favorite piece of shit, Tammy La- Tommy Laren. <laughs> Tommy Laren... Tommy Laren is so fucking funny, all right? She's she's hilarious. Like, she's the one... Uh, for Halloween, she dressed as Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. And then she, 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 was, wear- she was holding the Communist Manifesto. Is <laughs> hilarious. She... I think she uh, she saw a picture of DiCaprio. That's that's how I started w- uh, reading her tweets because I saw um, she posted a uh, no. There was this picture of DiCaprio with Greta Thunberg. I think it was like a year ago, and she uh, so she retweeted while Anderson was like, "Yeah, you don't mind." Um, it was like you preach like uh, like environmental stuff and whatever, but then you fly in a private jet to go through your events, you little turd. <laughs> And I was like, she's a kid. Like, she's a teenager. All right, Tommy, chill, chill, chill for a bit. But anyway, so Tommy Lahren, for example, she's like the preppy blonde chick who is pro-everything that's Republican, right? I got exposed to, like, Tommy Lahren in, like, early 2016 when she started calling people snowflakes on TV and stuff. And, like, people kind of cancel culture 2016 uh, wanted to take Tommy Lahren down. So she, like, has this whole persona about her. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. So now that she's playing this whole card, like she's a full-on Republican and everything, like MAGA AF. She disagreed with. Um, it was something about uh, Planned Parenthood. 
or something like that. Or no, I think it was she was she was pro choice, right? And a lot of the pro life, a lot of the pro lifers that were you know part of this whole MAGA community turned against her and they shot on her big time, where she was basically almost not not representing the demographic that she based her entire career about. But that's kind of similar to like like as soon as like you started this whole fake woke, everyone turned everyone turned on her and you know they just shot on her entire personality. Yeah, man. Listen, 2020, you gotta be woke as hell. Um, but like, okay, okay, wait. I do want to say, okay, about the woke tag, right? Uh, it's it's a positive, it's a negative, it's um, it's kind of whatever you want it to be in 2020. Um, and I do want to say that like being called woke, even if it's called in, even if it's done in like a, a negative connotation, uh, like in a in a dissing kind of way, snowflake, snowflake what that kind of stuff, um. Or like playing the fake woke card or whatever it is. Woke fishing. <laughs> woke fishing, right? Um, but uh, the whole thing is, I do want to say, people have such um, an incentive to like show how woke they are that like you kind of lose track of like how, what is woke how, like? how, no, how woke people actually are. You get what I mean? Like you have to play the, this is all cool with me card, but like. Here's the thing. I I have the exact. Um, so I saw an Andrew Schultz and uh, Charlemagne the God. Uh, podcast episode recently and andrew charles made this comment that i think is extremely 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 interesting he said if you could not if it didn't have likes or retweets or shares or whatever if you, if you couldn't see those numbers okay if everyone couldn't on social media would they post the same shit as they do now I don't think so. I think because they don't get like that approval. Oh, you're woke. So like, if you don't get that feeling that people are appreciating how good of a person, so quote unquote, so you are. Accepted. Yeah, if you, you, you wouldn't do it as much. Which is, I mean, part of it is true. The other part is, people. I feel that people are, our generation at least. I wouldn't say it's the nicest, to ever exist. But people are gooder with time people are more accepting no 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 do good no do gooder yeah do good. yeah gooder gooder yeah that's a word yeah do more good that's it <laughs> and that's 2020 all right no but seriously i feel like people nowadays are more aware and sensitive about people's pain yeah yeah but that's the thing but people are better with that so part of it like i said is a lot of uh, you know trying to be accepted like trying to be socially accepted but the other part is i mean pr props to some of I'll, I'll take an example recently th this is something i wanted to talk about also there was um so champions league uh was underway during the the week I you know okay i mean yeah it's it's yeah. is it so yeah all right so you know how it works you have eight poles, you know, yeah. six, two, uh, four teams each. They play each other three times, three times, home away, six yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And the top two qualify. But, and so this was a pretty uneventful game. Um, it was PSG versus some Turkish team. I forgot what the name is. And um, no, 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 it wasn't Galatasaray. It wasn't Besiktas. It was, it was, some, it was some Turkish team. And uh, the thing is, PSG were pretty much qualified, whereas... The other one was guaranteed to be disqualified. So it was a game that wasn't supposed to matter anyway. 
they're playing uh, on um, Paris turf. And uh, I think 20 minutes in, the assistant coach for the Turkish team, who's a black dude, his name was Pierre Webo. Here's the fourth official, the fourth referee, mention the N-word. Okay? He gets, like, super angry. Referee gives him a red card. He leaves. And he storms out. And he's like, why did you say the N-word? Why did you say it? And he was yelling and screaming. And all the players heard it. And they were like, fuck, did this happen? And all the players walked out. They they were like, we're not playing. Because the whole thing about... Fee- uh, both, both. So PSG and the other ones. And, I mean, who's the most... Two influential players on PSG is Mbappé and Neymar. And, you know, Mbappé is black, Neymar is Brazilian. So you would feel like, so because they're not white, they would feel more like the Neymar and, and, yeah, they're involved, obviously. And so they immediately, and they know, and Mbappé, because of the French thing, knows Dembaba, they sp- you know, because they speak French and everything. And Dembaba was the guy, who I think uh, he he's on uh, the Turkish team, right? And he was—he's also black. Uh, he plays for Senegal, if I remember. He used to play for Senegal, and so immediately, like those four, let no, those three, sorry, Dembélé, Mbappé, and uh, Neymar, they led the thing. They talked to the referee, and they were like, "Let's fucking cancel the game. We're not playing." Because, like I said, the whole thing about UEFA is like, "Say no to racism." Hashtag respect. That's written on every single armband, every single thing. Well, this I think for example, that's like an example of great great woke moment but like actually great like i what no then we i'm really being like the daily news show but basically i am i am super biased towards football but the thing is um for a long time racism was very 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 accepted and normal in sports more than in any other part of society right what i mean by that is there are two teams playing in rome in italy one is as roma the other is lazio Lazio has a lot of ties with fascist groups. They're super fans, the, what we call the ultras. Their ultras are fascist as fuck. So what happens is, if you play on, in Italy and you're black, you're getting your ass beat consistently. Balotelli, Boateng, um, Lukaku recently. And so if you're black, you get shit on consistently in Italy and the the worst one was about Mario Balotelli the guy was born and raised in Italy he's as Italian as it gets but you know he's black because he, he's not his parents are were Italian but they weren't his real parents they adopted him as a, as a baby so he was born in Italy raised in Italy and they still shit on him and he played for Inter and AC Milan like he played for Italy like with a capital I and um, it still happens so I thought even though with the information we have now, which is that the guy didn't actually mean a racial slur. He said Negru, which is black, the color black in Romanian because he's from Romania. And uh, the guy took it as the N-word and thought, yeah, okay, he's trying to... Now, granted, Dembaba said something. He's like, why when you see the black guy, you say this black guy. When you see a white guy, you don't see this white guy. You didn't have to mention the color. So... He got a 10-game suspension. But regardless of whether you are okay, you agree with that or not, if it was a, just an honest mistake or an, a racist, 
it's great that in the moment they just rallied and they said, fuck that. We ain't accepting this because it is bigger than this. It, it really is. We have the same issue about LeBron um, over summer. The thing about... Um, Hong Kong? No, no, no. Milwaukee. No, the Milwaukee. The Kenosha shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When there was the Kenosha shooting, there was this thing about... Uh, so basically, I think... What's his name? Jacob Blake? I forgot his name. Jacob uh, something. The, the guy who got shot by the six times with the police while they took him out of his car in front of his family. That was that he was paralyzed for life, blah, blah, blah. And so it was the second mass of riots after the George Floyd incident. So basically, you know, all the players spoke out. They tried, they canceled a couple of games. Like in the middle of the playoff, they just left the games and they were about to like, you know, strike the whole season out and finish it. And uh, a lot of people started taking shots at like LeBron being fake woke, whatever. It's like, oh yeah, he didn't say shit about Hong Kong and all that shit. So clearly you see that Racism is a foundational piece of sports because, well, okay, you want to go like uh, if we want to go like in a historical, no, no, in a historical sense, racism, segregation, creates classism, poverty for, you know, some like the people who are not part of the majority. These people now have to get out of that system, get out of that system once the clearest fastest way through sports which is why un if we like unrestricted uh, like if we don't consider like talent or anything there is a reason why so many athletes are come from real real bad you know socioeconomic situations whereas you don't see a lot of athletes whose dads are ceos of a company or graduated from harvard a lot of you know hall of fame speeches like oh i came from the projects so sports and racism go hand in hand. Like there are a lot sports is actually the fastest way to defeat racism in a way, in a sense, because that's it's a meritocracy. Everyone is the same. We don't judge you by your your color of your skin, we judge you by how good you are. Can you ball? And um, the, can you ball, dude? I can hoop. I got I got them hops, bro. Me and Kilimanjaro in a one on one basketball pickup game. I fuck him up. He ain't got hubs. He got he got height. Killy got height. Killy got height for sure. Killy but but he doesn't have that elevation that I have. That's something. And he can't dribble Killy for shit. Bro, I post him up, there's nothing he can do to defend. Nothing. I fuck Killy Manjaro. In a in a fist fight, I beat him up too. In a fist fight, you versus a building. Who wins? You win, because the building can't take shit. Right? So if you keep pounding. The building, that's sus. If you keep, <laughs> if you sus. keep, but if you keep punching the building long enough, mm. you'll beat him. Yes. But there's no po- unless unless All you're the a. All st- doing is taking hits, man. All the building's doing is taking a hits, bro. A sponge. A like my guy is just gonna sit there and take it. Like what the fuck are we supposed to do about that, bro? I'm laying up uppercuts and kicking knees, as we may tell this this kicking your knee story one day. Um, kicking knees. I mean, I was watching a show and it's like, what is it? Groin's eye, groin, eyes, and ears. Not ears, bro. Cut that shit. Cut that shit 100%, bro. It's groin's eyes and, uh, knees. You hit that shit. Sensitive spots for anyone who is ever in a rough situation. Um, sensitive. Seriously, like, there's nothing. I've never been, I've never been in a fight. I've never been, uh, uh, alhamdulillah. I've never been mugged. I've never, uh, been. I got got mugged. I got mugged once. That was funny. Actually, no, I got mugged twice. (laughs) Once in Tunisia, because, you know, you got to yes, rep the home sir. country. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. To, yes, you, sir. Totally, you could totally play that story off as an insecurity, man. Oh, facts. But I did. 
but but no but that it is an actual insecurity it's yes, not, it's not that... okay it's not really an insecurity okay i'll just make it real quick uh basically when i was a kid when i was seven years old i went to you know my mom ordered some pizza and uh they say no uber eats 2020 timeline so this was like 2005 so you know i had to i was seven right but you we live we lived in tunisia it's not it's like there's no such thing as like being overprotective of your kids so my mom's like all right get your ass up and go get those pizzas they're ready so i had to walk like uh i think it was like a kilometer or two away um, that's about like think about like how at that age it must have been like a 20 minute walk a 20 minute walk so i went you know with a bit of money went to get the pizza as soon as i leave right i walk for a bit and three kids they're like probably 15 which meant they were giants comparison to me at that time they just uh you know walk past me like yo what's up i'm like hi they're like what that pizza do right like <laughs> what that pizza do they're like what was that i was like just tuna man just tuna and cheese so one of them grabs me by the, like from behind one of one of them snatches the not one of them snatches the pizzas and the other one just pulls a knife and puts it on my throat and is like you don't fucking move obviously i freeze they take the pizza they run and that's it from that point on i fucking hate it when people point a knife or any any sharp object at me and yeah 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 my math teacher in uh my uh, junior year high school <laughs> he he learned he learned about that thing so he brought a knife last day just you know to scare me and it was all right i get it. it's yeah, now now creepy. thinking about it that is so creepy not, not creepy like that's like people could totally take that the wrong way oh yeah it was consensual all right don't worry about it <laughs> consensual yeah yeah like it was like he, he was like ah you know my favorite student so let's scare him last day all right cool nice very funny moment anyway just to go back i i got mugged twice the other one was in london and um the guy just wanted to steal 10 pounds like he some crackhead just you know mugged me but yeah that, right. that's pretty much it yeah. so anyway you were saying you never I, got mugged i was just saying just i mean if if you're ever in that situation, I've I've been told to like you know just give them everything you got and like just you know, just just don't go down with you don't go down without a fight. No fuck that. <laughs> no fuck that. No 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 man, that's so not what Mama we're. Mama no That bitch. is so. Mama erase no bitch for sure. Okay, this is not the, like the vibe isn't given up in 2020. Okay, um, but like if you're getting mugged, I've been told to like give all my shit away and stuff. Um, oh, and sure. I mean definitely that's because, definitely what I'm gonna do. But if you're ever in like a fight, uh, I've been. I've, been told groin eyes and knees that is the public service announcement of the day thank you very much thank you very much Yusuf Khattab. you might save horrible, a life horrible, horrible. you might save a life with that thank you but yeah if you get if you get mugged if you get mugged there's just take the l that's if a guy pulls up you don't know especially like the crackhead episode that happened with me was kind of funny because like i chased him around for a while until we got into the bus and yeah 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 that would that we were on the phone and i got so you you saw me live take the L. Yeah. Yeah. At least you heard me live. Hey, hey, come back. Come back. <laughs> so Get my money back. It so Dude, it's not cool. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's, that's such a beta moment. A beta moment. A beta moment. <laughs> Super beta. But that's the thing. I should have not done that. Now, I didn't suffer any long-term consequences or any, like everything's fine. But what I'm saying is don't ever make that same mistake. If a guy wants to mug you, fine. Take the L. Yeah. Move on because the only thing you're going to get for, like from, you know, trying to argue is getting your teeth kicked in. 
Like you'll if he mugs you to get your phone, he's gonna go home with his with the phone regardless. And at least make sure you don't go home with a punctured kidney and without the phone. Like just take the L. Like that's something actually no no but for real though. That's my parents my, my parents my parents keep telling me that. It's like if you ever get in a situation where somebody wants to mug you, just fucking give them whatever they need. <laughs> but don't 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 Yeah, yeah, like we all have this scenario, the fantasy of like like you get, you know, a guy wants to mug you and you give him some karate kid moments like ah, nah. Karate kid moments like nah, stand up to the bully. Actually, you know what? I have a great story I want to hear. Uh, remember that that time where like you tried to save the damsel in distress first day, Bermondsey? <laughs> With a bag? Tell t- tell us about that story. Dude, come on. Okay, this is the closest thing I've ever gotten to like <laughs> a mugging, right? Like this is my closest interaction to a mugging. Literally. Yes, this is like physically, this is my closest interaction to a mugging. Um uh, this is the first day of like um, our second year of university. We're here in London and Aziz and I move into an apartment together um, with uh, another friend of ours. We're not going to we're not going to talk. We're not going to say too much about him. Um, but he was he was our, he was a cool guy. Um, and so I was alone at the apartment at the time. Aziz was arriving like a month later or something. Um, and I get to the apartment. There's no Wi-Fi. Um, all I have for like entertainment is like my laptop and whatever movies I have on it and like, uh, YouTube, but I need to use 3g and I'm not wasting like 25 pounds on three days. So I think I'm just going to go to the cinema. So I grab my stuff and I go downstairs and this is, this is literally my first time like leaving the apartment, right? Like this is my first time going out, out of our new apartment. Um, and so I leave the house, uh, the, the building uh, and I turn right to like walk to the tube station and I just hear <laughs> and I just hear this girl yelling, stop, stop, uh, <laughs> which I mean, I'm I'm looking around like this is ridiculous. Like wh- I, what is happening over there? This is day one. I can't be having all this intensity around me. I'm getting all nervous. I'm hearing stop, stop. And then I look at I'm looking that way and I see this guy r- sprinting towards me. Right. Like this big dude. And he's got her phone and he's running and I'm thinking, okay, fine. That's a mugging. I'm just going to let that slide as anyone does. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man does let a mugging slide. Um, just had to drop that. Um, but of course, I mean, I'm not going to do anything about that. But this guy's running towards me, right? So as he's getting closer, I'm kind of thinking to myself, wait, maybe I can do something about this, yeah. right? I'm like, take him down. So I'm like, okay. What, how am I going to do that? Right. And I've never played rugby in my life. Right. But like people in our high school uh, played rugby. There was a team in Abu Dhabi and stuff um, and they would play. And so I would see some like rugby stuff. And we had this one Canadian friend who, no, he didn't play. What am I mentioning? Uh, So I think I'm just like going to get down, um, like give him the shoulder to like, what do you like like his hip? I'm going to, I'm going to take him down. I'm going to spear him. Like as edge would do, I'm going to spear this dude. Which was a ridiculous thought, man. This is day one. I'm wearing like, (laughs) I'm wearing like a jean jacket. I'm looking all kinds of whack, right? I'm like 19 at this point. I don't think I'm gonna take this dude down, man. I'm gonna get this chick her phone. So he's like 10 meters away. He's running, man. And I'm like, I fuck it. Stand your ground. Brace for impact. impact. And I get down and this dude, I guess I went, I, I, okay. None of it was going to work. Obviously none of this was going to (laughs) work, but like how it wasn't going to work was like what I was thinking about. So this dude just basically 
effortlessly just elbows me in the face. <laughs> just elbows me in the face. And I just go back all the way back, man. Like he hits like the top of like my forehead and I just hit the ground, man. And I'm looking up at, <laughs> I'm looking up at the sky phased out. And I'm like, what the fuck was I even thinking about? Cause this dude just took me down and kept going. Obviously this chick didn't get her phone back. So she's running and she gets to me. <laughs> she looks over me and all I'm seeing is like her head up while I'm looking up, I'm seeing stars, man. And she looks over me. She's like, he stole my phone. And I'm like, I know. And she's like, just kind of looked at me and shrugged and walked, kept running, man. I was like, what the fuck? No, the best part is like, it was literally a couldn't be me. Like, I'm, it's, uh, uh, yo, you go deal with it. Like, after you get knocked down, you just take, a, like, you take, a, you take out a cigarette and you just smoke and you're like, man, listen, your problem, not mine. I tried to be the good Samaritan, but take your fucking L and move on, man. I was lying there just looking up and thinking, why? Why did I even try that? And I just settled. I didn't even get up for a minute. I was like, uh, leave it. But you know what? You know what? You know what? We, this is a great way to set up the Sigma conversation. Cause, no, no. Because if you see, like this whole damsel of this in distress fantasy, like somebody like just Absolutely. mugged her. He's running, right? Absolutely. And you hit a move to take him out, yep. right? And you give her the phone. So Sigma. So Sigma, like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like what move? Like this would be like the start of an anime episode. It's like no way. How did he get that move? Like it's it's so yes, it's yes, super yes. mysterious. Yes, like is he like was it like he just like do a karate or like taiju like some something? You t you take him out and like and just move on with your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You move on. You move on. You move on. No, 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 no. You just take the phone, and give get it away, back and to the movies, man. Like exactly. So Sigma. <laughs> you just get back home and that's it. You take your L. But but no, but like it's Super Sigma, which is the perfect moment yes. for you to explain what the Sigma is cuz um I love I love that description. I'll give you I'll give you the the Sigma thing. Uh, and I guess this is like a decent loop to like the whole uh the whole first breakup, the formula, kind of all of it, right? Um <laughs> the the Sigma dude is the mysterious guy. Like you have the alpha big chest out burly looking whoever guns, guns loaded. loaded you know ready to go chad. uh alpha chad right uh you've got the betas Ugh, i don't need to describe the betas you know who you are uh and then honestly couldn't <laughs> be me bro connect, if you didn't connect with the alpha comparison then yeah you're a beta that's yeah, like if you didn't get that i mean if you know you know, you know man pump at the gym and like you're fucking swole then you're beta as hell that's it that's it. If you're if you're beta, you know who you are. If you and have a fashion sense, you're beta. That's it. <laughs> that's that's a whack take, man. I'm so not gonna. I'm so, that's such a whack thing. Um, but no, the betas. I mean, we don't even need. If you we don't. don't, don't do keto, you're so fucking beta. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't do fucking keto or carnivore diet, like what are you, dude? Like a soy boy, chill. Big fucking facts, beta. Dude, big facts. Like honestly, we're not gonna waste much more time on the betas. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're out there, whatever, man. We want to talk about the Sigmas. The, the Sigmas is the mystery man, okay? It's the dude who's trying to play it off like he's got something going on, like, behind the scenes, right? Like, um, giving you all kinds of bullshit stories, right? Um, <laughs> and just kind of playing it off like this mysterious dude who sits around in the corner. Like, you will be familiar familiar with this guy. You've seen him at parties. He's the guy who's just going to sit in his corner. We have <laughs> a hood up. Smoking his cigarettes, you've not seen, talking to anyone. You've seen, you've seen him next to the elevator. 
Because that's generally where he decides to take the fucking stairs. <laughs> about, yes, absolutely. You've seen him at the elevator. And this is uh, such a dope. This is a, uh, about the whole Sigma thing. My brother introduced me to this concept, right? And he once came back from university and was like, dude, I had such a Sigma moment today. Um, and uh, for, for all the betas and the Sigmas, uh, listen up. Uh, <laughs> that's, just listen up okay this dude is like uh, I, I had such a sigma moment today uh, I was like dude tell me what, what kind of sigma shit are you doing because I know my brother's in proper alpha a modern man uh, a modern man um, absolutely and so he's he just tells me he's at the elevator uh, his university and it's covid times and so you can't really go up too many people at the elevator at the same time so there's like 15 people in front of like one elevator just trying to go two floors up or something and um, he just kind of goes, I'm going to take the stairs, right? Which is such a Sigma moment, right? Everyone takes the elevator, but nah, fuck it, man. I'll take the stairs, right? And I'm like, dude, that's so fucking Sigma of you, right? It's also like low, it's it's okay. It's, it's Sigma for the time being, right? So he's like, I go to the door to go up the stairs and I open the door and I look behind me and I realize that there's like seven, eight people behind me. And I just realized like, bro, leader shit right there. Alpha all the way. Like, your Sigma, if you do, like... If you do it by yourself. By yourself, and nobody follows. The whole point is, like, you you are a Sigma if you do it, and the people who are watching is like, damn, why is he doing that? But yeah. they don't do it. Yes. They do the other thing. Yes. They do the alternative. <laughs> the alternative, exactly, right? Like, the Sigma is the dude who's going to try and do something different that could be trendy, right? But no one's going to hop on that trend. Okay, and so in conclusion to that story, definite alpha moment. Uh, we ain't mama didn't raise no bitches. Okay, this is not a sigma household either. It was a woke household, however. Um, but like the sigma, I am very familiar with the sigma. When he gave me the description of the sigma, I was like, dude, <laughs> that was you. That was me. That was me, right? Like, like teen angst is like is big sigma energy, you right? Know what's fucking big sigma energy? People who are like obsessed with food. <laughs> what? They're like they have weird ingredients at home. That's Super Sigma. Um, you have sauerkraut if uh, I'm... No, I don't have sauerkraut. You totally have sauerkraut. Bro, you went to Seoul to get kimchi, okay? I'm not even going to tell that whole... I mean, you've, you've done the Seoul... Okay, I'm not even going to get on the whole Seoul thing. Anyone who knows, you know what we're talking about, but we'll get to it eventually, I guess. Eventually. Um, but, like, no, nah, you went to Seoul to get kimchi because you're no, just no, that cultured, right? No, 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 no. no but what I, mean, what, what I mean by that is, like, when you think, like, mysterious, like, he's trying to set, like, an intrigue, like... Yes, yes. Having a lot of shit in your yes. pantry is super Sigma. <laughs> like having a lot of exotic shit. <laughs> if you have like three types of soy sauce at home. <laughs> yeah. Like if you have like weird, like if you have papaya at home. Yeah. Like if you have exotic shit at home, you're super Sigma. Exotic food. You're definitely selling off like, look, there's an entire side of me that you have no idea what it's about, you know? Um, but like when you're a Sigma, it's kind of fucking lame, man. Like, it's so lame. And when you're teen angst, which teen angst me, uh, was all over that Sigma stuff, man. Like, we were talking about those YouTube videos and stuff. Like, that's the kind of stuff when you're doing the formula, you hit someone with like, oh, dude, check out the dictionary of obscure sorrows. That's just something I like. You can't say too much about it because like you can't be too corny when you're introducing something that's like sensitive. Intrigue. Set up the intrigue, right? And then let them come back to you with like their feedback, right? And then respond. Um, so an edgy movie. Recommend like you have you ever seen like um, what's the name of that movie? Sun, uh, Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minds. Yes. I think you should check it out. Right, like that's that's definitive Sigma stuff, right? 
Um, but I was very familiar with the, the Sigma energy because I was going through it for like a long time. My whole teen angst phase was like the whole time. My favorite movie was Drive. And still, you diss this movie. You watched it a couple days ago. You say it's whatever. Um, I still think it's a great movie. Junkyard it was def- Junkyard, get the fuck out of here, man. It's whack as fuck. That's a horrible take. I'm not, I'm not going to let you disrespect my favorite movie on your podcast, man. But basically, the whole thing's about like this super mysterious driver, you know, who's like, he doesn't even have a name, you know, and he's like, he's here. He could save your life kind of person, but he's just a passerby. And, and that's such a, a nomad, a he's a, exactly right. Like a, a nomad. Right. And you love that. It's such a Sigma fucking thing. Right. And I loved that movie the entire time. And I was watching such weird Sigma stuff. And so it was a really long phase. Um, but I do want to wrap up uh, as an introduction to like who I am. Um, teen angst phase is over. Uh, oh, yeah. The Sigma shit died a while ago. And right now we're on this Kanye shit. I follow God. <laughs> this is that follow God energy but like right the here. Woke the woke Kanye, not for sure. The, the woke Kanye, um, <laughs> but like this is a woke household once again. Um, and anything that comes and goes uh, through this place has to be woke. Um, but like we are on on that Kanye shit. This is uh, 2020 is the year that <laughs> we decide to like put ourselves out there and try and like get yeah. some clout. <laughs> And I, wait, no, actually, this is where I do want to wrap up. We've been talking about doing this podcast for years now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I don't even know if this is the first time you thought about doing this podcast. It probably wasn't, right? Probably. But I remember uh, when we were in that apartment in Bermondsey in second year, um, Aziz this one time was just ranting like he always does, right? Like just going on like a 15-minute tangent about whatever, right? And I'm just sitting there on our couch thinking – Dude, this dude would be great for a podcast. I just, I just think people would like to like sit there and listen to him talk because like he has <laughs> debatable. He, he has shit takes for sure. He has debatable, controversial, controversial. controversial. Uh, yeah, like interesting and like he puts them in like a a, a captivating enough way. But to, I am woke. You are woke as hell. Right? I am woke. As but this is not what I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not no, here. Like, when I say like, <laughs> when I, when he says controversial, I don't have some mega shit. All right. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. I just I have controversial shit about like. For example, what, what I have, okay, I'm going to wrap this episode in a bit, but I have this, you probably remember that shitty theory I had. You can't find two blondes in the streets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't find two pretty best friends. I never seen two pretty best yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I had, a, I was ahead of my time. I was a pioneer. Bro, the fucking, the, go, the guys who did the gold rush, 1849, they ain't got shit on me. But like, what I'm trying to say is, okay, that theory was, if you walk in the streets, you will never see two girls or actual blondes together, walking together. Like in a group of three, sure. Four, don't matter. If one of them like just dyed her hair, don't matter. I'm saying you can't find two actual blondes hanging out. And there's, there's no like actual idea behind it. It's just like empirical data. I've like, I just started looking and I was like, I've never seen two pretty, no, not two pretty best friends. Well, I've never seen two blondes walking side by side. But see, that's a controversial take. Because that... Because I don't believe that. that. Yeah, exactly. And for a long time, everybody wanted to argue. It was like, oh, look at those two blondes. I'm like, they're, they're not blondes, bro. Just... Dude, no, no. We've done this before. I created a conversation for no fucking yeah, reason. Absolutely. And that, see, this is the kind of take that, like, you usually hear Ozzy say. And I thought, you know, maybe... This doesn't... I'm not trying to suck Ozzy's dick right now. This doesn't oh, even... Sure. This so doesn't speak to his talent. This speaks more to, you know, me as a talent scout. 
I saw something good in him. I saw something good in him. He's got, he's got that, he's got, um, he's got the X factor, bro. You know, we were talking about American <laughs> peps, bro. You got that pep, okay? He's got that oomph. He's got that extra something, right? Unos, like that's it, right? Um, and so I just thought, um, yeah, man, uh, I told him you should do a podcast. That would be a dope idea. And I, that was the first time I ever mentioned it to him. And seeing him do it today is like insanely cool. Because like my guy's dedicated and he's in and he's dropping all kinds of shit for Christmas. So y'all better enjoy. Uh, that's it for me. Thank right. you. Listen, yo, I, you, one thing that's for sure is this, this dude's going to be a regular. So that's, you'll hear more from him. But uh, thanks, man. And I'm really happy we're actually doing this thing and uh, really glad you came here. And uh, hopefully we'll have you soon. Thanks, man. We'll wrap this up for now. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, for most of the shit, Take it like second degree, like none of the, yes, <laughs> like absolutely. the formula thing, like it's chill. It's chill. we're not we're not like that for real. It's not like that. But uh, I hope we don't get shit on with the use of our sarcasm. The way Jamil Hill got fucked, like Jamil, they don't get they didn't get her sarcasm. I hope they get they yeah, get ours. Yeah, like, or else or else we're gonna get canceled big time. Sure, sure. But this this might be the first and last episode you ever hear. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. And uh, honestly. I'm really, really thrilled that uh, I have some audience for this. And so I hope you guys take care and uh, hopefully tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, peace.